auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Andrew. This is my good friend, Stephen, and welcome to a bonus edition of Canned Conversation. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. All right. So uh, what we've decided to do here is a uh, bit of a bonus episode. Uh, we put one in the, the books there, and uh, we just started thinking, let's just open up the mics and see where... Uh, where this conversation can go. We had an extra can and uh, we thought, hey, let's do this. Right. So why not? If uh, if you want to see us go a little off the rails here, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> this is our off the rails conversation. That's right. Hang with us and uh, enjoy what's about to come. Yeah. All right. So uh, hit me some buttons. <laughs> we're going to do the first can, uh, the can the here. The only can. And uh, this is how we start it now. All right. Take a drink. <laughs> all right. All right. So this is a, a tiny episode and we have a tiny can. Yeah. It, it, the, the reason for the season right now is a, is a <laughs> 20 or 200 milliliter can, which this is the smallest can we've had. It's tiny. I, uh, so I ran across this at the store. Um, it is a bourbon smash. If you've ever watched, if you've ever seen um, Andre the Giant from WWF, grip an actual beer can this is what it looks like in your hand it's awesome you know i think the picture that we take of this particular can should be in a hand yeah agree yeah, we're it, gonna do that it's it's little bitty all right take a note uh so this is by plain spoke um and it's uh two literally 200 milliliters uh it's a bourbon whiskey Nobody with lemon juice milliliters are so. natural mint flavor and cane sugar uh, so we have a tiny can of bourbon smash, and we thought, you know what? Uh, let's pop the top on this, open the mics, and see what happens. Yeah. So 100% lemon juice is used, and it's carbonated. It's carbonated? Yeah, what can go wrong? Yeah. All right. Perfect. When I saw it, uh, the bourbon is what stood out for me because I, as you know, like bourbon. I usually have it with... Uh, a cola product. And as you know, I don't. So that would work out great. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Steven needs now. He needs a little bourbon on yes. top of whatever he's been drinking tonight. Yeah. Perfect. And the fact that it's a smash, I don't know what that means. Uh, probably people that are in the know know. I, I, I know that there used to be uh, bourbon slushes. I don't know if that was kind of the, the thought process there, but oh well. We'll, uh, we'll take a drink and uh, we'll get started on... I don't know, fun conversation that we had uh, thought might be entertaining. Uh, and that is... What do you got? Have you ever had a time where you have felt out of place in terms of meaning like you had to fake it till you make it? Like... Uh, I feel like that's my whole life. <laughs> Literally my career is fake it till you make it. Everything that you do. Yeah. So times where you have felt like you've been in a situation where um, you weren't quite the big dog, and maybe not even that much, but that there were so many big dogs that you were not supposed to be where you were at. Yeah, 
Do you have good examples, I'm guessing? Yeah, I do. You do? You want me to go first with mine? I'll give you one um, because this is one of my favorites. Uh, I was at a, I was in a part of our town that is the um, quote unquote richy rich part of town. Okay. And uh, I was at a little uh, smokehouse grocery store. And uh, at the time, um, this was a smokehouse grocery store. That, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's not a full grocery store. It's it, see, right? Because you're not Richie Rich. And right. if you live, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not in that neighborhood. <laughs> if you lived in that neighborhood, you would know that this is um, a little uh, grocer. Um, they, they probably have a special name for it, uh, where you where you go and you purchase very expensive food items that are specialty. So okay, you might have pies or um, meats. Uh, Rich people like pies and meats. <laughs> <laughs> charcuterie. Oh, that that makes more sense. Yes. If you have said that you wanted a charcuterie, I haven't yet said I wanted a charcuterie ever board. in your life. No, probably not. All right. So if you wanted a charcuterie, you would go to you would this go to this little grocery grocery store. Yes, I got it. And when I pulled in at the time, I was I was driving a uh, Cavalier, mm-hmm. um, not a bad car, but no. a Chevy Cavalier, and um, two door was my first car that I owned. Just myself. Because they always quit making cars that are great. (laughs) Well, they eventually stopped making all cars. Okay, fine. But uh, I pulled into this parking lot, and every car in this parking lot was uh, two grades above mine. Um, Lexi. Yes. (laughs) If you will. Do you have the Um, Beamers? Beamers. uh, All of those hoity-toity like cars. And I I judge no one if you own those cars. More power to you. Uh, But you're being judged. But it wasn't Cavalier Town. That's all I'll say. And uh, so I went into the little grocer with my wife and uh, we put we picked out a few items uh, that, you know, let's say five or so items that were going to stress our budget uh, because we wanted to try these very specialty things. And uh, we made our way to the checkout lane. And as we were getting ready to check out, an alarm started going off, like a car alarm started going off in the parking lot. And uh, the, the, the cashier kind of looked at me and looked out the window. And uh, she goes, is, uh, is that your Mercedes out there? And I took a moment and I looked out and I looked at the car and I go, no, that's not my Mercedes. <laughs> Mine's nicer than that. <laughs> right. I'm like, hmm, no. Is no. that the uh, S-Class? No. 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 That's, that's not my Mercedes. Uh, mine is is fine. That old thing? No. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> and I just proceeded to check out, pay my bill, and uh, walk out. And, oh, yeah, I... My wife and I had a good laugh at that as we were getting into my Cavalier <laughs> and driving off. Mercedes? Nope, that's not mine. <laughs> I like it. So that was one of those times I was in a store that, uh, you know, if, if they knew I was driving a Cavalier, they probably would. I, I, I hate to put this on them, but they may look down their nose just a smidge. Yeah, even though money is money, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's people that are like, mm, Cavalier. <laughs> not an Acura, an Infinity, a Lexus, Beamer, a Land Rover. Land Rover. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So have you had one of those times similar to that? So yeah. So uh, one time, um, so the company we worked for, we uh, used to work for, um, really was big for a while on spending money on incentives and like awards programs. And one time I won 
some sort of weird award and I got to go on a trip and I'd been on trips before and they were usually really nice. Um, but this time they're like, Hey, it's a resort in Arizona and bring your golf clubs. It's a golf resort, right? So it's like, it's a spa golf, all luxury, luxury place, right? Like, and it was, it was everything it was built to be. It was the nicest place I had personally ever been. And, and so, how old were you? Because oh, this was young. This was in your early was, career, yeah, right? This was young. Um, so I was early 20s. 20s yeah, or mid, early, early mid 20s. Um, so yeah, probably 23, 24, 25. Let's call it 24, 25. Yeah. And the people you were going with? They're all, it was a lot of executive people, right? So it was a lot of the leadership team. Um, so the people that I looked up to when I was, you know, when you're on the bottom rung, you, you know, everybody above you seems like they're untouchables and right. like you're the unclean mass and they're the <laughs> untouchable people. Um, they're in the mob at some point. So, um, so yeah, it was, you know, a couple of us unclean uh, masses type people, um, along with a lot of other people who've been around a while, who have way more seniority, who've got a better title than you, who make a lot more money. A lot. I mean, like, like really, they, right. they know what they're doing. They've been to a resort that looks like the resort that we went to, right? And I had never been to a resort that looks like the <laughs> resort that we went to. It was awesome. Like it had cool pools and like open bars and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So we get there and they said, it's a, it's a golf place. Bring your golf clubs. And I'm like, yeah, great. I'll bring my golf clubs. So I, I of course took my golf clubs and, um, at 23 or 24 years old, you and I were playing golf a lot, um, back then. Yeah. And we were playing at the public course and I bought my clubs at played against sports. And for those who don't know what played against <laughs> sports is, um, it is a place that when you get sick of the stuff that you have, that sporting goods, you sell it to this place and they resell it to people who can't afford real clubs <laughs> right. or real stuff. Slightly so loved. It has been, and a lot of the stuff I had was, was loved hard and put away <laughs> really well. Um, so yeah, so I had some, some really crappy, like le legitimately 45, $50 in, and yeah. golf gear. You and I both. Right. Right. I mean, that's what you have at that age, right? right? Like I'm playing with whatever, like I, I can't afford Mixed a Mixed matched. Yeah. It's, it's used. It, it was, it wasn't good when it was bought <laughs> and then it was used for <laughs> right. 10 years and then somebody noticeably still, worn. Yeah, it was bad. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So then I have to buy a bag to take my clubs down because you can't just put your clubs on a plane. You have to like buy a, a golf club bag thing, right? Like, so I spent like 30 <laughs> or $40, which is probably more than the clubs are worth. Right. And, and a bag. And I shipped the thing down to Arizona, Scottsdale, right? We were in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, it was gorgeous. Right. Um, they freaking rented a house for us from somebody. It was before Air Airbnb existed, but we Airbnb'd basically a house and it was gorgeous like it was a, like somebody's mansion that we just partied at <laughs> for the night and then the next day top notch we get up and we go um golfing at their at the resort's golf course which was gorgeous and so i get i get out there and um all right we pull up and i've got my own clubs no one else really a couple of people brought clubs but they had um anyway they had nice clubs but what I found out was is that no one really brought their clubs because you, when you say I want to just rent clubs for the day, you rented top of the line, a whole bag full of ping clubs, <laughs> right? Right. Like so, for the cost of what I paid for my entire bag of of clubs, I could have just rented 
the nicest clubs on the market. <laughs> but I didn't because I pulled up with my gray, ugly golf bag full of uh, like... Um, Used golf balls. Like, yeah, so range balls. Like <laughs> right. stuff that I had stolen. Like I'd, I just find balls on the golf course and, right. and where we where we went to school. And I'm like, I'm just, our little public course, I'm just like, oh, look, I found all these balls. Great. I'll use them because I'll hit them in the water. Exactly. I, I pull up with this, play it against sports, and everyone else is using Ping Callaway stuff. And I've got played against sports bag. And I've got a horrible bag of clubs. And they've all played golf fairly frequently and i haven't played <laughs> golf and then we get up to the first tee and it it literally is something that should be on a postcard it was um it was like the tee was elevated and you could see down over the desert and there was no fairway because it's in the desert so you you sat on a tee box and then the fairway was this little patch of green stuff way out in the distance <laughs> and then the green was a different patch of green stuff way past that <laughs> right, like, so you had right. basically like hit island greens and like right. I, I walked up and i'm like i shouldn't be here like this right. is not a course for this is a course for pros this is somebody who can actually direct where their ball is going i can't do that and so my first drive i literally hit the crap out of it but it went way right like you know you know my golf game right like i slice everything right so Hit it as hard as you can. His, his muscle the heck out of it and see where it goes. Hope like it's for a, the best. It's a, it's a lottery. Grip um, it and rip it. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and I, the first tee, I was, for one, dumbfounded. I took a bunch of pictures of it. And I'm like, this is the prettiest place I've ever been in my entire life in the desert. Like, you know, in the desert, you you don't water everything. You just water where the fairway right, is. So everything's right. small. I miss the fairway by 50 yards, 100 yards, <laughs> 200 yards. I mean, it, it, it doesn't Didn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Um, because everywhere off the fairway had signs everywhere that said, beware of rattlesnakes. <laughs> like, don't bend down and pick up your ball without looking around to make sure. Don't go not. here. My ball didn't hit a, a piece of green stuff the entire trip. Like, I, I was, but I'm playing with, like, all of our executives. And I'm pretending like I know what I'm doing. I did not know what I was doing. And I was on a course that I should not have been on. And I felt bad every time I hit, like if I hit the grass or if I put it, I'm like, I need to repair this grass because I shouldn't <laughs> right. be here. Like I should be part of the grounds crew. It was so, it was so bad. I need little scissors to yeah. snip the grass. Oh, yeah. That was my, uh, I, I don't belong here moment. It was when we stepped on the golf course and I'm like, wow, this is the prettiest place I'd be, I, I've ever been. I shouldn't be here. I should probably just go home and, and like, scratch just take a picture and go i was there right. i played golf pretend like i did hey guys if you need beers i'll go and run right. and get I'll the drive beers the cart for, for you, you. like right. let me drive the cart i'm a good I'll cart driver I'll go, and i'll find your balls right yeah i can help you look i've got good eyes yeah why not <laughs> but yeah i shouldn't have played i shouldn't have pulled my clubs out so were they talking at the same time like executive level like uh trying to you know speak up their their golf game or were they like uh I, I think everyone there knew i shouldn't have been there playing golf <laughs> i shouldn't so they were very nice to me but i also i, I think like they were all hitting like they weren't trying Primo. to muscle everything okay so they weren't great golfers but you didn't have to be great 
to be better than me. Like, so it was, it was like, Hey, Steven's really struggling. <laughs> like, he's really having a hard time. Steven, you should play best ball. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and hit where one by, of us have hit. I think by four we were playing best ball, <laughs> and which is right. fine by me. So, and by best ball, we're not talking about the actual ball because yours says range on it. Right. And yours has a red stripe on it. <laughs> and ours says uh titleist. And yours is where the rattlesnakes are. And yours is actually discolored. Yes. Because it was it's, in it water. It was in water for a couple of years. <laughs> right. I appreciate that you have yellow balls, um, my friend, but uh we're we're gonna go ahead and give you one of these yeah. to hit. No one's gonna play with yellow balls. Yeah. Yeah. How are you gonna find this in the desert sand? We're gonna yeah. you yeah. need pristine white balls. So yes. So I I that was I struggled that day. And but I, I got real humble that day. I'm like, wow, I really thought because I got this like it was kind of an award thing. I'm like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I'm kind of got cocky. And then I'm like, <laughs> I pulled up there and I'm like, wow, that was the most humble. It was one of the most humbling things I've done in a while. Is it, get out on a course with a bunch of people you're trying to impress and look like a complete jackass. So my question to you is because I know at the time, I believe you had bought a head cover for your driver that was Marvin the Martian. Uh, yeah. I have had that thing <laughs> because it was so much fun yeah and marvin the martian is your favorite cartoon character yeah absolutely so when you um told the person to load up the cart right because if i remember correctly from when you tell you've told me this before the guy was like you know that a person comes over and actually gets yeah, your clothes you don't touch your own clothes. you don't touch your own stuff and they're like sir we'll put this on the cart for what you cart, what cart what party are you playing with and you know, right. it was real formal I am with the ultra executive party. Yes. And uh, if you could put my um, small gray bag with the Marvin the Martian yes. cover on it. So when you saw that the other folks in your party didn't have a Marvin the Martian, did you did you say, hey, I, I really like this? Or did you even address it? Did you? No. I, I, <laughs> I, it took me a long time to realize that everyone else either brought really nice clubs or rented clubs. Right. And I and I didn't realize renting clubs was a thing. Right. But then when I realized that the guy was like in my cart with me, it's like, I just rented these clubs. It was like thirty dollars. And I go, <laughs> Oh my God, thirty I paid thirty dollars to get this damn set of clubs here. <laughs> right. Right? Like I paid thirty dollars for a bag and then I paid thirty dollars to ship this thing here. Because right? I so, didn't know. Right. So he's like, and I'm paying and I'm playing with the nicest clubs I've ever put in my hand. And I'm like, Well, I'm playing with I've paid twice as much as you and i'm playing with the worst clubs you'll ever see like really bad clubs <laughs> and i've got cartoon characters on top of them that's to right. make it look like a moron like it was exactly so bad. it was so bad and if they're on the tee or if they're trying to hit a ball and they're like oh uh i don't have an extra ball you're like hey yeah. uh, what about this one that i have yeah. um you can borrow it it's, I've got it's a range ball i've got 75 balls in my bag <laughs> that are all i range got plenty balls. man yeah, don't worry about it we got you covered yep i got them so when at the end of the round, uh, would you say you had a good time or were you a little stressed? Did you drink uh, a little bit? Uh, how did you deal with it? I don't. I I believe we were allowed to drink on the course, and I believe I did. Um, what I I think where I ended up with my um, golf part of that was I I teed off on every hole, um, and and then I didn't play some of the rest of the holes because I couldn't find my ball. And I'm like, I'm not going to lose. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to lose four balls here. on every hole. Yeah. Um, but it was the prettiest place I have ever played golf. And as, to this day, nice. like, so I just, I took pictures of stuff and I like <laughs> enjoyed other people's company, right. but I'm like, I, I'm not going to drop out in the fairway and pretend like I can hit the green from here. 
like it, it there's no reason for me to just keep slicing, right? <laughs> like, this is dumb. So yeah, I quit. what is happening? It was, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, but you got through it. It was a beautiful place. Nice, like, nice. There was there was definitely some good happening there. Sure. It just wasn't my golf clubs or my golf game, and or me trying to impress the people that I was really there trying to impress. This, right. like, hey, I think you've got something, man. And I'm like, hey. Watch me play golf and then talk to me later. Right. You won't think I have something. And while we're playing with uh, the range balls and the uh, Marvin the Martian driver, uh, let's talk a little business. Let's talk about your career. And I'm like, yeah, I'm serious about my career with my Marvin the Martian, like, yeah, head covers and my range balls that I've stolen from some other course. Freaking dumb. Excellent. Well, that's hilarious. Um, and I love, I, I've heard a bit of that story. Um, so it, it, it just, uh, it ages well because, uh, you know, where you're at in your life now and yeah. looking back, it's, what, 20-something yeah, years? More ridiculous by the by the year. But. So uh, in that same vein, um, I wanted to, uh, I thought I would rehash a story that uh, you and I both lived through and uh, something that um, I think will go down in infamy. Infamy? I don't know. Is that a Spaceballs reference? <laughs> I think so. It will be an infamy. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to just start it off by saying that um, this was a, we were young, right? And uh, you and I and another friend of ours, uh, we went to a casino and uh, it was, casinos were fairly new. There were, um, they were not quite what they are now. It's just, it was a new concept. We were just of age, I think, to go. I want to say we were like the 22 age, 23. Yeah, it was the riverboat era, right? Where everything yeah. had to be on the water and right. like made moats to make it on the water. Nonsense here. And, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, so we're like, uh, we're going to go um, and we're going to have a good time and uh, we're going to play some highfalutin yes, um, table is, games. This is the day that you introduced me to craps. Right. Right. I mean, like I yes. didn't really realize how to play. You were into it and I was not. Well, I was into it in the, in the fact that I looked up, like I played a version of craps in school with, uh, you know, in high school where you, you're throwing dice in yeah. like the restroom or something, or, or actually we, we used to do this in our uh, typewriting class, right? Because, um, oh, back then, uh, the, the great typewriting we, practice. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a room dedicated to some computers, but computers weren't what they were today. So all it was was a word processor. So the only thing that that room was used for was typewriting class. So when there wasn't a typewriting class, it was just empty. It's perfect for craps. Yeah, and we would play our version of craps, which which was just throw the dice, roll a number, and then roll yeah. that number again until you hit a seven. Well, if you hit a seven, you lose. Yeah. If you uh, hit your number that you, you rolled win. first, then you win. You're good. Yep. And that was the easy version. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm not going to go to the boats and play some silly uh, slot machines because, you know, anybody can play that. Uh, you got all into like the odds and like. Well, not at that point. You, it was the beginning of it. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit like I just wanted to play something that I thought was more than pulling a yeah. lever and nothing against that. If you, you wanted got, to if manipulate you like the slots, odds, right. If right. you like slots and you like pulling the lever and watching the, the wheels spin, making the noises, bing, 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 bing. more power to you. Um, but, uh, for me, my, my personality type, I was like, I'm going to roll into this casino. I'm going to have me some, uh, some $10 bills in a roll. And, uh, so that I, you know, I have like a hundred dollars and, uh, I'm going to come up to the table and uh, get some chips. And uh, so that's what we did, right? So you and I and this friend of ours 
who uh, uh, we went with, um, we rolled up to this craps table, and I kind of knew at least how the game was played. Um, I don't had had you played before? I think I had played once before, but I was super super uncomfortable with craps. <laughs> there was too much stuff going a lot on. Going on. There's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of odds. There's a lot of you put your stuff. Bef- above or below this line and like all there's all this rules and like i was i was i'm not good with rules (laughs) anyway so yeah but i was i i I said you tell me what to do i'll follow your lead right that's kind of how we started and the guy that and the friend that we were with he had never played before right and so i said you know what just um we'll cash in we'll put our money out there we'll get some chips and we'll start the process here and we'll start rolling so um and really, you don't have to roll the dice at first. It's somebody else rolling. Yeah. So that's even makes it a little and bit You can better. pass the dice, right? right? Like you can just go, I'm not going to play. I just want to put money exactly. on the pass line. That's what we were doing. So we're, uh, you know, you kind of, your shoulders get a little broader and you're like, you put your money down, they give you some chips. And so uh, yep. I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to put five do- five whole dollars. Five dollars, which is, is big money. Big money because, you know, you could put 25 cents into a slot machine. So this was a lot more than that. So on one bet. So you take your $5 and you put it on the pass line. And so uh, now somebody down at the other end of the table started rolling. And they started doing well. And uh, it, the, the table was starting to get hot. And yeah. yes, all these people were applauding. Oh, yeah. It got, the table got crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, real crazy. So all of a sudden, every roll that this guy was rolling down at the other end of the table was winning. Right. And that's not typical necessarily, but like they just kept shut. They started shoving chips at us, us three. And we're all on in a line. And so we're like just eating it up. Right. Like they're pushing chips over to us. And we're like, oh my gosh, every time they roll, why isn't everyone in the casino playing this game? Right. It's easy. They just <laughs> right. you put your money out there, they throw money back at you. <laughs> right. This guy, this guy has a lady friend. She kisses the dice. He throws it, and everybody pushes money back at you. They just it was push, great. They, it was they're perfect. pushing money at us, and uh, so my buddy, who has never played before, and I'm looking at this, going, "This is amazing." He is loving life, right? Like, and uh, he's all he's getting excited. We're getting excited, and uh, I, I must I must say at this point that there was smoking involved. So there were cigarettes. And uh, our friend smoked, and uh, I may have been smoking as well. I don't recall. But um, it, he had cigarettes, and he was like, I'm going to have a cigarette, right? And he didn't say that out loud, obviously. <laughs> that was in his inner monologue. But um, everything was going great. This guy's rolling. He's yeah. getting when money. You're at, when you're at a cool table, when like a crafts table, and things are going well, like it, the in, excitement is just palpable. Uh, like you cannot get away from it. Like you're like, I'm on cloud nine. I'm invincible. Like <laughs> right. when the table is hot, it's hot. It, it, like everybody feels it. Like everybody's winning money except for the, 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 the guy on the end who's betting against everybody. And that guy sucks and nobody likes him, but <laughs> right. everybody else who's betting for this guy to win, you're, you're yeah. just making money hand over fist. They are. And the, and the, they sound, it's just, Oh, it's, it's constant. It's that. Woo! It's that. Yeah. And you get into it. Like it's, it's, right. it's just an emotion. Like, it's do like it again. A, Give me more chips. Yeah. It's an emotional experience versus a slot machine where you're just pumping money in and pulling the lever. Right. Like right. this is a, like a emotional pull. So our buddy who, uh, who who is smoking he takes out a cigarette and you know the guy's rolling and uh he takes out a pack of matches old school pack of matches that flip cardboard you know where there's like a, a row of uh 
14, 15 matches. 14, no one would put 14 matches in. Uh, anyway, 15, 20, whatever. And, You're off uh, the rails. I am, but that's why it's a bonus. Um, bonus. And so on the back of it, it's a little uh, strip, right, of uh, whatever that is. Uh, it's rough so that when you strike the match, it lights. Uh, bourbon smash it? Yeah. It's kicking my butt. Excellent. Sorry, keep going. So... Um, so you know that old school when you were young, you take matches. Now this again, I don't know that our kids can do this because I haven't seen an actual matchbook. Yeah, nobody makes matchbooks in anymore. Years. The kids won't even get this. <laughs> right. So what you used to do is you'd take the matchbook cover and you would flip it all the way over to the reverse. Yeah. You so pull that, the match out. Yeah, you pull the match and then out. Flip the book over. You flip the, the the cover over and you would pinch the match between the cover and the and back, the back yep. where that uh, piece of rough. Uh, sandpapery type of thing was and then you would just pull it out and it would light so he did that he he flipped over the cover pinched it pulled the match out but at the, at the time that he pulled it out the match left his fingers and in slow motion because i remember this very vividly it it could not have been painted deeper into our memory of how slow this happened. Right. Again, this is what's happening at the table. Everybody is enjoying. They're excited. And the match flies from the matchbook in an arc over the table and lands in the middle of the table. Still lit. Dead center. (laughs) Legitimately dead center. Like he could not have done it better. Right. And I thought as it was flying through the air, I mean, I remember this in my head going, that can't possibly stay lit. Yeah. It's going to go out. <laughs> just just the, was, the airflow. I mean, yeah. those things wouldn't stay lit if you really yeah. needed it to, yeah. right? In a life or death You situation. can't light a campfire with those things. But that thing lit and it went, went up two feet in the two or three feet in the air. Yeah. It was at it, eye level or above. And then came back down came and down. sat in the middle of the... The land in the middle of the table on on felt, yep, green felt that like a sweater, if you will. Have you ever seen a fuzzy sweater? (laughs) If you've ever seen somebody light a fuzzy sweater on fire, yes. All of a sudden, out of the middle of this match, we it lit on fire. All the fuzz on the table was gone. All the it just in a perfect circle just started. Boom! It lit, and the fire started spreading as on the, the guy was the rolling. Right? As like, the dude was rolling, as he's throwing mid throw, mid throw, and they're in, they're they're yeah, woo, we're winning. Look at this guy because yeah. he had thrown so many yeah. in, a, in a row. Throw like ten or twelve, like seriously, thrown dice ten or twelve <laughs> times, and everyone hit the table had won, and we were all into it. Yes, and just breaking in the money. And now the table's on fire. And for now his the table's on fourteenth or fifteenth throw. And my poor my boyfriend, he uh, he. His arm, he's like in an immediate, you know, when you see a fire, God love him. He he was like, I need to put this out, right? Because that's your first instinct yep. is we need to put this fire out. So his arm came over the top of the table and we and you see him from the corner of your eye because you're seeing the fire. He's and then not a small guy either. No, right? like very he's tall. A, very tall. A lot of, a lot of arm. A lot of arm, coming, lot of arm. coming over the top and starts beating on the fire in the middle of the craps table and the dice hits his arms and it, uh, it sevens out. And uh, <laughs> that, that was the reaction of the crowd. And, uh, 
and immediately in my head. So I pictured all of the various casino movies that I had seen where people had done something wrong and the, the yeah. people in suits come up behind you and they just escort you to a back room where something happens. You're not really sure what happens, but something bad is going to happen back there. It's a baseball bat in your knees. <laughs> right? That's a, what did you just do? Uh, so that is what I pictured was going to happen. Like I, we were out of our element in that we were just a bunch of young kids yeah. thinking that we were having such a good time. And here we are lighting one of the tables of the casino on fire. Yeah. And I was like, surely we lit are- it on fire and we jacked up a dude's role, an old guy's role. Right. Like we're young kids. Like we're, we're just whippersnappers. Right. And we jacked up a guy's role who was legitimately making a ton of money and had way more than $5 on every <laughs> right. bet. Yeah. Black so, chips. They had black chips, which are a hundred. So he sevened out and lost a ton of money off of your friend. I'm calling him your friend today. Um, <laughs> Our friend's arm. Yeah. And not only him, but everyone at the table. Everyone at the table had, lost had money, money. Lots but, of uh, it. But I, and I wasn't overly concerned about that, right? Like I didn't, you know. Not at the time. You were worried about getting kicked out. <laughs> I was worried about getting brought to a back room, honestly. Kicked out was actually. A bonus? I, yeah. A bonus. That been good. I had, uh, as soon as I saw the fire happen, and then I saw the arm come over and start to beat it out. And then uh, I, I saw what was happening. I just started picking up. I, I started scooping up my chips, right? Like, because I was, I was like, it's I'm going to go. I'm going to put oh, these gotta in my get, pocket. We gotta get out of here. And uh, the best case scenario is that those guys in suits are going to come up behind us and then just escort us out of the building. Worst case scenarios, they're going to take us to a back room. And uh, so, what the dealer say? Yeah. And uh, it, when it's all said and done, the dealer goes, "Next time, let it burn. Let it burn." Don't, don't touch my table. <laughs> right. Let it burn. Yeah, I've seen this happen before. What before? Right. This is this freak scenario has happened to him before, and he's yeah. like, "Do not touch my table. Just let it burn. Don't touch the table. Don't put your hands near the dice. Yeah. Don't hit the dice when they're being rolled. We're like, sir, did you see that the table was on he's fire? Like, let it burn. Yeah, I saw that. That's not good. <laughs> I'm still looking over my shoulder. Uh, yeah. Who's who's gonna? Who's going to come get me? That's a good example of when you feel like everyone in the entire casino is watching you, judging you, and wants you to leave. Bad. Yeah. Oh, everybody at the table, again, they were... Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was apparent that we were not welcome anymore. And uh, yeah, and we kind of stood there. Like, you don't know whether to bet again, right? Like, Or just... Just pretend like he's not your friend. Go, I don't know who that guy is. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> right. Or you know, be yeah. that, uh, what is that, uh, that jiffy where, uh, what is it, Homer Simpson just, you know. Yeah, fade, into the, fades the fade in, into the bushes. Fades into the bushes. I wish we could have faded into the bushes. <laughs> yeah, so I think we sort of backed up and uh, we were like, yeah. Uh, because at that point, the people in the suits didn't come get us, no, which was the craziest just, thing in the world. We just left. Yeah, we just ended up leaving. Out of pure humiliation yeah. which was fine and it so, was and I, and I and we had more money than we left with yeah i'm pretty and, sure so I, not to segue but speaking <laughs> of pure humiliation talk to me about this bourbon smash oh go it's on you because <laughs> it's the one I, I so i brought it right yeah, it's so. a tiny can and we got to do it this tiny episode based on this tiny can so it's this is on you this is on me um i like it <laughs> It's uh, 
<laughs> it's good stuff. I like bourbon. It's a, it, it is carbonated, but wow. um, um, I would give it. I'm not going to go out and seek this out uh, because you know probably the carbonation uh, factor of how, which is funny because I say I like bourbon and cola, which that is carbonated, but I think this takes on a a, a bit of a different flavor the way they have it. I don't know what a smash is. I'm probably going to have to look it up. <laughs> it's probably something. It's probably a, a drink that exists out there like a Manhattan or a highball. I don't know. Name a few other drinks. I, I don't Old-timey drink. Drinks. I don't drink. Oh, yeah. Like a Tom Collins or something. Ooh, Tom Collins. Look at that. I did name something. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what's in those. Uh, I got a buddy that makes a bunch of drinks, and uh, I love watching him make the drinks, and he probably would know these, but... Uh, so I'm going to give this a three uh, because I would drink this again if I because I, I believe I got a four pack of these and um, I'll, I'll drink the rest of them. I'm not going to pour them out. This is just for the record. This made my face turn inside out twice. However, this is going to be a weird caveat. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a 200 milliliter can, which is tiny, which is our threshold of can you finish the can or not? I'm going to finish this can only because it's half of what a normal beer would be. Right. But it's horrible. So it's getting a two. <laughs> two is horrible for you? Well, it would be a one, but I can finish it because there's nothing here. It's a tiny little can. It's four gulps. It is. It, it, it's probably 19 gulps because I can't take it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to finish it, but I'm not going to ever buy it ever, ever. You're just throwing things around now. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. That's a, that's a <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's just funny. You're like it's a two. It's a two. I'm throwing and I'm this out. down, and this, this, this is, is off what the we rails. Do. We have this gone is off the, the tiny, rails. The tiny episode, and I'm giving it a two. Yeah, we're gonna here. I could, just because we're off the rails, and I want to use this one. We're gonna firebomb this drink for you because I want to use this one. So we're gonna light the fuse, and we're gonna and run, run away. away. This is exactly here. What it is. <laughs> Your can is kaput. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell me. So, what. if if you have weird, awkward, uncomfortable situations where you felt like you were the odd man out, or you felt like you needed to fade into the bushes, like a Homer Simpson moment, um, there you go. <laughs> hit us up on our socials. Um, give us a clue of what you uh, the situation we were in. So it's uh, um, at Can Combo at Instagram and Facebook, or um, at Canned underscore Combo on Twitter. Or You're really can, thinking about this. Sorry. It's the, Gmail <laughs> the that throw, yeah, it's the Gmail that throws me off. So, yeah, you can just email us. A fun scenario um, of when you felt like you were the odd man out um, at cancombo at gmail.com. Look at Hit you. Crushing it. That's what I'm doing. I thought you might. <laughs> you are it. crushing it. You are bourbon smashing it. I am. Yeah. This. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Bourbon smashing it. Excellent. So, uh, I'm like, thanks you. <laughs> is that what we say? That is. All right. Thanks you very much. Everyone, have a great day. See you. Bye bye, my tie. <laughs>